Fort Worth. Of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Good Friday morning. It is November 18th. I'm Vanessa Denhagarma, host of Epiphany, filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio. For one more day, she'll be back, God willing, in her host chair on Monday, giving us an update on her fabulous pilgrimage to Italy and so much more. Um, but it's been a pleasure filling in here on the EWTN network with her. I'm also her co-host of Catholic View for Women on EWTN with Janet Morana and Mary Kaminsky. And it's always an honor to be on that show as well. Uh, great topics to be uh, on that show that we share. You can go to EWTN to look at the programming and to find out where you can watch uh, Catholic View for Women as well. We have a wonderful show lineup here with you. Doug Keck, president and COO of EWTN, joins me today, as he always does on Fridays with Teresa, talking about upcoming special programming on the network. And then Brian Birch will be joining us. He's the president of Catholic Vote. He'll be talking about the Senate voting to redefine marriage. There's also a really good article on this issue in the National Catholic Register, Senate Advances Same-Sex Marriage Bill Amid Religious Freedom Concerns. So you can read that as well. Uh, but he'll be talking, he had some commentary before the vote actually happened. And he said this is politically motivated, timed vote in the U.S. Senate offers zero benefits, but plenty of harm. The act violates the First Amendment rights of Americans everywhere, but most directly those who live out their beliefs in the public square where their contributions to society are irreplaceable. This includes those who are explicitly motivated by their faith to advance their community's well-being, like churches and charities, but likewise individuals whose faith informs the everyday work they do, like web designers, wedding cake bakers, and others. This bill that so viciously attacks religious freedom is corrosive to our rights in our society, and it should be rejected. This is a, a big concern as freedom of religion continues to be threatened, and so does freedom of speech in this country. And this is why elections matter as Catholics and as everybody. I mean, this should be a concern of every faith, not just Christians, but everyone, because if they go after us, they're going to go after somebody else. And this religion of freedom affects everybody who has some kind of faith belief, you know, and this violates your religious freedom. So we'll talk uh, with Brian Birch about that and what can be done. Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute for Lay Ministry at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit, will be talking with us about some special virtual winter classes starting soon. Um, he'll be talking about why does the church need lay formation right now and the link between lay formation and evangelization impact on the culture. Dr. Clark's background is in the fathers of the church. What wisdom from the fathers can give us perspective on the church and the world today. He'll also highlight a couple of courses in the new schedule. And, you know, this is a great way to uh, be informed because we can't share what we don't know. You don't have to go out and pursue an actual degree in theology 
uh, or evangelization or anything, but you can keep informed by taking classes here and there. I am in my year four of the Catholic Biblical School of Michigan, uh, and it's been a deep dive into scripture. I've actually loved it. I'll get my certification at the end of 2023, uh, and I've truly enjoyed it. It's, it's been a wonderful, uh, process. I can't believe I'm hearing, uh, ending for, I've been in this for four years, went by so fast, but, uh, it's been a wonderful deep dive into scripture. There's, you know, classes, but Sacred Heart Major Seminary offering these classes online for anybody around the country. Uh, you could take, get a degree online now through Sacred Heart Major Seminary. This is a great opportunity to, learn the faith and evangelize the faith and bring others to Christ as we're all called to do so, which is something I talked about last night. I was the MC of a fundraiser called fall for life, 2022 banquet for mother and unborn baby care, which is a local um, pregnancy center here in Michigan uh, founded by uh, the O'Day family. And it was, it was a wonderful night. Dr. Anthony Leventino was the keynote speaker. He was also featured uh, as the abortion doctor in the movie Unplanned. And the producer of the movie Unplanned was also at the fundraiser yesterday. Uh, and it was a pleasure meeting him as well. That's Michael Kenny. He's from Pro Life Partners Foundation. And we, and, and I talked in my talking points because I wasn't just emceeing. I did interject some speaking points throughout the night about the importance of evangelizing the faith and getting involved in the pro-life movement. And Janet Morano, when she was on with Teresa the day after the elections, talked about this, about the importance of getting involved in a crisis pregnancy center in your neighborhood. So find out what you know where's the nearest pregnancy center and how you can help them they don't get federal funding like Planned Parenthood does they rely on support from people like me and you and um, Dr. Leventino of course if you've never heard him speak I really encourage you to go listen to him if he's at another fundraiser and he travels all around the country speaking in the pro-life community Go listen to him, his conversion story. He's a longtime abortionist. Uh, and what, at one point in a certain period, he aborted 1,200 babies. And he tells an incredible story. And not just his story. He tells us, uh, so many pro-life stories. And there's so many wonderful pro-life stories out there. And it's those stories that really resonate with all of us, really hit home, and really um, compel us to get involved in the pro-life movement. At least it does for me. It's, I'm sure it does for many people. Uh, that's why we have speakers like Dr. Anthony Leventino sharing his story so i just want to thank everybody involved in um mothers and unborn baby care who did a fabulous job on this fundraiser yesterday jack and sally mcgrath who invited me to be the mc dr anthony leventino the keynote speaker uh the o'day family who founded um mothers and unborn baby care monsignor brown who's the spiritual advisor lynn smith and nancy peterson the event chairs and all the staff brian brennan the treasurer all people who volunteer their time and devote so much of their time and treasure to supporting uh, pregnancy centers such as mother and unborn baby care. I really encourage you to find out where there's a pregnancy center in your community and and do that in the pro-life movement. Get involved and help them in the work that they are doing because I truly believe as we're all called to evangelize the faith using our charisms to do just that and as a facilitator of the called and gifted program, I really encourage people to figure out what their charisms are, take the inventory, and go out and bring others to Christ. That's the only way we're going to change the culture. It's going to start with each and every one, each and every one of us doing our part, filling ourselves up 
with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, with Christ, centering our lives on Christ and going out and sharing that with the world. And I have been going back and forth with El Cresta on some emails, just kind of lamenting over the, the not, not being able to defeat Proposal 3. And he shared something with me this morning. And I just, I love Al's perspective on things. And he's just so inspirational. And he shared our Archbishop Gomez exit speech at the USCCB inspired how inspiring it is and the holiness has always been the hidden force in human history the kingdom grows through men and women who are passionately loving the world as god so loved the world there is that lovely line from the early church that we all remember what the soul is to the body christians are to the world today we need to raise up a new generation of saints holy men and women in every area of american life it is eight minutes past the hour. I'm Vanessa Denhagarmo, filling in for my dear sister in Christ, Teresa Tamio. I would be remiss because Gal Coniglio re- <laughs> suggested I remind all of you of the Holy Souls and the coming of the Christ Child Women of Grace online event tonight with guest speaker Susan Tassoni, who I interviewed this past week on Catholic Connection. I also am going to be interviewing her this weekend on my own show, Epiphany, on Ave Maria Radio. She is known as the Purgatory Lady. Friday today, November 18th, 630 Eastern. Time, you can go to womenofgrace.com to register. And a portion of your registration fee will go to a mass for your deceased loved ones. So tonight, womenofgrace.com, Friday, November 18th, 6 30 p.m., the Holy Souls and the Coming of Christ Child with Susan Tassoni. Now it's time for the news. A continued cold front all across the country. It is winter temperatures in most parts of the country. Even Florida is below 80 degrees in Miami and in Tampa. 67 is the high. Can you believe it? Jacksonville, 61 is the high. New Orleans, 56 is the high. This is the south part of the country. And as we head towards the west, 72 in L.A. Phoenix is 71 degrees. San Francisco, a high of 62 degrees. And then Seattle's a high of 48. And if we go across and uh, more north and in the Midwest, Michigan, uh, Sault Ste. Marie in northern Michigan, 31 degrees. 33 is the high in Detroit. Snow has been going on all morning so far. Chicago dipping to 29 degrees. Minneapolis. It's a chilling 19 degrees. And if we look at the East Coast, if we look at Charlotte, 53 degrees, Cincinnati, 34 degrees, New York, 44 degrees, Boston, 46 degrees, uh, Washington, 46 degrees. So it's pretty much chilly all across the country for the most part. The U.S. Senate voted 62 to 37 Wednesday to pass a bill that would federally recognize same-sex marriage and provide legal protections for interracial marriages. If signed into law by President Joe Biden, what they call the Respect for Marriage Act would repeal the Defense of Marriage Act in a 1996 law signed by President Bill Clinton that defined marriage federally as a union of a man and a woman and permitted states not to recognize same-sex marriages contracted in other states. The present bill would not require any state to allow same-sex couples to marry, but would require states to recognize any and all marriages regardless of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin contracted in other states. A historic snowstorm is hitting parts of western New York. Erie County, which includes the city of Buffalo, has issued a state of emergency and travel ban. Uh, the snowfall rates of one to two, uh, two inches per hour will increase to three inches plus per hour in the overnight hours. 
Officials say surrounding areas could get 12 to 18 inches of snow by tonight. The storm is also causing widespread power outages as winds are expected to gust up to 35 miles per hour. Sunday's NFL game between the Buffalo Bills and Cleveland Browns has been moved from Buffalo to Detroit. The Biden administration is planning to ask the Supreme Court to revive its student debt relief plan. Brian Shook has more. On Thursday, the Justice Department announced its plan to ask the court to reverse an injunction which has prevented the debt relief program from moving forward. Six Republican state officials have filed a lawsuit claiming the program is unfair and unconstitutional, and a three-judge panel voted to pause the debt relief while the lawsuit unfolds. Nearly two dozen people are dead and others are injured after a fire in the Gaza Strip. The fire broke out in a building where residents were attending a party. Flames shot through the top floor of the four-story building. Gaza's interior ministry said an initial investigation revealed large amounts of gasoline had been stored at the building. The head of the FBI says the Bureau has national security concerns about the U.S. operations of TikTok, warning the Chinese government could potentially use the popular video sharing app to influence American users or control their devices. The FBI has a number of concerns. Director Christopher Ray told a House Homeland Security Committee hearing on worldwide threats just days after Republican lawmakers introduced a bill that would ban the app nationwide. They include the possibility that the Chinese government could use it to control data collection on millions of users or control the recommendation algorithm, which could be used to influence operations if they so chose, or to control software on millions of devices, which gives an opportunity to technically compromise personal devices. Employees of Twitter are resigning in large numbers after Elon Musk issued an ultimate that they need to commit to a hardcore work environment. More from Brian Shook. CNBC shared internal Slack messages that showed engineers and other employees saying their goodbyes leading up to the 5 p.m. Eastern Time deadline Thursday. Musk sent an email company-wide Wednesday saying employees should expect to work long hours at high intensity if they wanted to remain employed. An engineer told CNBC that resignations are affecting important parts of the company's infrastructure, something that would leave the company at serious risk of being able to recover. The man who drove into a crowd of a Los Angeles County Sheriff's Recruits event on Wednesday allegedly did so on purpose. L.A. County Sheriff tells New Nation the crash was a deliberate act. Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez is charged with attempted murder of a peace officer. The 22-year-old can be seen as a secu- on security cameras footage swerving into a crowd of sheriff's recruits who are jogging in formation. 25 people are injured, five of them critically. Wall Street is closing with stocks lower as rising yields spark recession fears. Liz Warner reports. St. Louis Fed President James Bullard said the policy rate is not yet in a zone that may be considered sufficiently restrictive. This comes as the two-year Treasury yield jumped to over 4.4 percent, which some think means the economy is headed into a recession. At the closing bell, the Dow lost seven points, the S&P 500 fell by 12 points, and the Nasdaq dropped 39 points. It's 15 minutes past the hour here on Catholic Connection. When we come back, Doug Keck, President and COO of EW10, will be joining us. We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. 
CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic healthcare ministry providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their healthcare choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I said to the churches one day, what do you think you're going to look like in heaven? Oh, some of them had absolutely magnificent ideas. I didn't think of one of them. And so I got desperate because then my turn came. I didn't know what to say. And so in desperation, I said, what do you think I'll wear in heaven? And they all said with one voice, armor. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for almost 20 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent millions of dollars to thousands of pro-life charities. 5G coverage is available nationwide and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. Live chat and a video introduction are available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. Effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. he always does here on Catholic Connection on Friday with Teresa Tamio. Doug Keck is joining me, Vanessa Denhagarmo, President and COO of EWTN, talking about special programming on the network. Doug, how are you? Great. Always great to speak with you, Vanessa. Always a pleasure. Early happy Thanksgiving to you, you and your you family. Too. And Coming up and, next week. Right. Yes, very excited about it. So let's talk about programming coming up in the next couple days and what, what can we expect on EWTN. Well, as we move later in the week, we will have some programming for Mother uh, from her live shows, some classic live shows about Thanksgiving. But this weekend, tomorrow, we've got the movie Network of Freedom, an inspiring film about a heroic work of sister Helene Studler, who saved thousands of French refugees during World War II during the Nazi occupation. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's tomorrow, Saturday night. We also have a new episode of Defending Life airing uh, tomorrow night as well. Uh, Sunday, of course, Holy Mass on the Solemnity of Christ the King as uh, Advent kicks off. And also a new episode, and that'll be at 5 a.m. and encoring at noon Eastern Time. And in a new episode of Savoring Our Faith, uh, Father Leo Petalinghug is in Assisi mm. um, cooking yeah. up some interesting stories about St. Francis, St. Clair, and Blessed Carlo Acutis. So check that out. As I mentioned, Monday and Wednesday, a couple of Mother Angelica classics having to do with being thankful. Good thing to think about um, the week of Thanksgiving. Also next week, Monday through Friday, we've got a five-part mini-series entitled Be Lifted Up, running a uh, look at the many ways God touches our lives and helps to lift us up. Uh, Jim and Joy have a, a new couple of guests showing up. Austin and Tracy Sewell and their family discuss the Knights of Columbus International Family of the Year. That's They were named, and so we have them on as guests. I think I actually talked to them during the Knights of Columbus event. They were a really great couple from Georgia. Oh, wow. Check that out. And then EWTN Live, uh, uh, Father Mitch is talking to the uh, the priest, uh, Monsignor Salvador Oder, uh, who actually was 
the postulator for the cause and canonization of St. John Paul, and now mm. is working on his parents. So very interesting. Check out oh. EWTN.com for all the programming. And don't forget about our wonderful EWTN On Demand page and YouTube channel, and also now our, our you know our central uh, podcast central on our website as well uh, with all of our wonderful uh, radio shows and podcasts from EWTN Radio Network, including the ones we air uh, from Ave Maria, as well as other podcasts of friends of ours. So the best of the rest. So check that out as well. I love those because uh, I, I not in this weather, Doug. I'll be honest with you, but I love to walk and listen to podcasts. I love being outside, and I, I really go to the website and I go download the apps because it's a great way to like do two things at the same time: get some exercise and listen right. to a great podcast. Uh, so it's a great way to exercise, go to the gym, listen to the podcast. You mentioned uh, the postulator looking at the parents of Pope mm-hmm. John Paul II. So. Uh, is it looking at their saint, the path for sainthood for both parents? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. That's exactly what they're looking at, and mm-hmm. he's promoting uh, to see about uh, Emilia and uh, Carol Boitiva Senior. So mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, and of course, a very interesting family. Of course, his brother as well, who who died young, uh, and the impact it all had on, on the Pope. But uh, you know, those parents there, uh, people looking at that, and again, so many. Uh, Times I think in understanding that, as Mother would say, you know, we're all called to be great saints. Don't miss the opportunity. Is that there's a lot of people like that. I mean, who formed John Paul II? You know, kind yeah. of thing. So it's yeah. looking at those and realizing how important the family is. I think we unfortunately right now are starting to realize, albeit a little late, how important the family really is to the fabric of society. Yeah. And if we want to get to heaven, we have to be saints because all souls in heaven are saints. No uncleansed souls are in heaven. We just, they're saints unknown and unknown, right? So Now you sound like Susan Tassoni there. I can hear that. (laughs) I love her. I interviewed her twice. Is she not awesome? I just love her. Yes. She's a man with women of grace today. I I just, I I absolutely love her. She's awesome. What she has got so much energy. Absolutely, yeah. the purgatory lady, right? Yeah, Absolutely, she's, right. She's, she's great. Uh, author of several books. You know, Doug, you mentioned mother, and I have to tell you, you know, you, I I love watching her. There's a couple things that when I watch her, I think of. Mm-hmm. She's so timeless, honestly. Right. I, Absolutely, she's talking about the the gratitude, and I'm going to tell you, I'm I, I'm sure I've watched it before, but I'm going to watch it again, and it's going to be timeless. And she's so so funny. Right. I mean, I laugh out loud mm-hmm. in my family room. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. Uh, you no, know, there's a radio program we air on the weekend called Answer, Mother Angelica Answering the Call, where uh-huh. she feature her uh, responses to calls that people made during her shows. Uh-huh. And we run it on the radio. Father Joseph and I do kind of like wraparounds with it. And we always are amazed about uh, the insights Mother had prophetically and the new things we hear, even though maybe we heard them the first time, maybe we didn't. But just uh, you know, it's so, so rich and so deep, uh, the things she has to say. You know, there's certain people that um, I always wished I had met on earth, and I, I pray I get to see them in heaven one day. Mm-hmm. Mother Angelica is one of them, Pope John Paul II, Mother Teresa. You right. guys have been so blessed. You, Doug, have been so blessed to have worked with her for so many years. Uh, and every time I watch her, I'm like, I just want to go give her a hug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was, uh, Mother was, was unique, and as we always like to say, what you see was what you got. 
uh, the loving, caring uh, mother who always looked out for the person on the periphery. You know, we hear a lot about the periphery today. Uh, and that's wonderful. But, you know, Mother Angelica came from the periphery. She always cared the most about those people who struggled and whose upbringing wasn't perfect. But mm. she always believed that you didn't leave your people there, just like she wasn't left there. God loved her too much to leave her broken. Uh, he made her whole. He gave her a vocation. And, and that's what she wanted all the broken people out there to see, that it's not accepting your brokenness and just saying, well, that's it. It's accepting it and saying, I can move on from here. You know, um, just switching gears just a bit with a couple of minutes left with you, Doug Keck, sure. President and CEO of EWT. Coming up after the break, we'll be talking with Brian Birch, President of Catholic Vote, about the right. Senate redefining marriage vote. And there's a really good article in the National Catholic Register on this very topic about the Senate advancing same-sex marriage. I just want to speak to the importance of all these publications EWTN sure. has and to keep us informed of what's going on in the world and what this means to us as Catholics. Absolutely, and, and Brian Birch and, and the Catholic Vote do a fantastic job of, of keeping people informed. And certainly, EWTN through, obviously, the Register, which gives you a longer-form, in-depth approach. For Daily Wire, you've got the CNA versions around the globe, all the Aussie channels we have in, in Iraq, we have Germany, Italy, uh, multiple languages around the, around the world, so that people can get the facts. Africa. Uh, as well, but certainly in the states, uh, you know, you should sign up to get the e-blast, to get the updates, to gives you the headlines of what's going on. Um, you can pursue those stories online, or you can check out the register. Or you can tune into EWTN News Nightly, the in-depth program. Certainly, Raymond Arroyo's program always is breaking news and uh, raising some uh, attention because of the kinds of uh, provocative interviews that Ray is known for. So there's lots of different ways. As we say, it doesn't mean that the only source of information you should have is from us, but we should be the backdrop. We should be the standard. We should be the yes. way you measure what the other people yes. say and make sure it's in sync. Amen to that. Doug Keck, thank you so much. Always a pleasure talking with you. You get tea next week, Doug. Get tea. She's back. <laughs> All right. I prefer God coffee, bless. but that's okay. All right. <laughs> Doug Keck, President and COO of you too. Happy Thanksgiving. Doug Keck, President and COO of EWTM. We'll be right back with Brian Birch. Are you keeping a secret no one knows about? Are you worried your friends would reject you if they knew? We at Healing After Abortion understand the pain suffered by those who have experienced an abortion. Whether you thought it was your only option or felt pressured to make the decision, there is hope and healing available. Come join us November 18th to the 20th for a Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. Call us confidentially at 214-544-CARE or visit us at racheldallas.org. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. That sound can only mean one thing. No, not Santa just yet. 
The Christmas share is just around the corner. In addition to generous donors to call in that week, I am also in need of some fabulous volunteers to come man the phone center here in our Las Colinas office on Thursday, December 1st. We have two shifts that day, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. And each shift includes delicious food, fellowship, and fun Christmas hats. Email us at kath at grnonline.com to reserve your spot. Looking for a career move where you can put your faith into action as you build relationships within your local community? Decided Excellence Catholic Media is one of the fastest growing private media companies in North America. We are seeking media, marketing, and sales professionals who want to join our team to produce exclusive faith-filled magazines that support local businesses. To learn more about Decided Excellence Catholic Media, please visit DecidedExcellence.com. That's DecidedExcellence.com. Welcome back to Catholic Connection. As I said, Brian Birch was joining us now, president of the Catholic Vote. We're talking about the Senate voting to redefine marriage this week. And Brian, it's just another example of what we are doing as Catholics to fight the culture, be countercultural. And here we are with the Senate uh, voting on this redefining marriage. So tell us about this. What's going on here? Yes, well, you're exactly right. There was a big vote in the Senate yesterday, and unfortunately it didn't go our way. Uh, we had 15 or tw- uh, 12 Republicans vote with the Democrats to so-called Protect Marriage Act. Uh, didn't protect marriage at all. What it did was uh, take uh, uh, the uh, used Congress to, to codify same-sex marriage, but doing so in a way that would pose real significant threats to religious Americans, including Catholic churches, Catholic schools, and of course Catholic business owners and charities. Uh, the law of course, already allows for same-sex marriage because the Supreme Court imposed this on the country in 2015. But this is an effort um, that's looking like in the slame duck session with, with President Biden and the, and the Democrats in control of Congress uh, to push this in a way that it's, uh, uh, we've never seen before. This is uh, not just allowing same-sex marriage. It's going to now define for the federal government purposes um, how marriage will be applied across all uh, areas of government, all government policy, government charity, uh, and will force states to recognize um, potentially polygamy and other kinds of so-called versions of marriage. Uh, so it's really, it's really a dangerous thing. There's a, there's a narrow chance we can still defeat this. Right now, this is um, you know, further proof that elections have consequences. Yeah, elections do have consequences. So what do we do? I mean, where do we, what, do, what do we do as, you know, citizens? I mean, I know elections have consequences, but, you know, if this is going to get passed in the Senate, <laughs> what does this mean to our businesses? I mean, we, we've heard stories about, you know, people being forced to make cakes for same-sex marriage, even go goes against their faith, you know, and they're being sued. And what do we do now? Well, Longer term, what we do is get married and have lots of children. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. The, the basic thing. But in terms of this political fight, um, there are there is potentially a way this could still be defeated. There's going to be an amendment offered by Senator Lee uh, that's going to protect religious liberty. And if that was the pass, that it would essentially kill the bill. I'm not very optimistic that that has a chance. Uh, we still have to obviously get a lot of these Republicans that just voted for it. Uh, back on our side. So we're certainly working on that. Uh, the other thing is, I think we're just going to have to be courageous witnesses. Uh, if you're a business owner or a charity or a church or a school that's threatened by this law, and certainly the lawyers on the left are going to be coming for us, 
uh, we have to stand firm, be willing to go into the courts and defend what it is we believe. You know, the, the saving grace here is we still do have a lot of really good judges, thanks to President Trump, including the Supreme Court. And we expect some of these cases to potentially make it back to the Supreme Court. And they'll have to weigh this decision on the part of Congress to define marriage against real constitutional threats to our First Amendment freedoms. And what I understand, there were some Catholic uh, senators that voted for this as well. Yes, unfortunately, uh, we had 15 of the members of, of the Senate that are Catholic. I think it was 12 Democrats and three Republicans. Uh, Catholics, again, who should know better. They should know that apart from the threats to religious liberty, uh, that we as Catholics believe marriage is between a man and a woman. Uh, not just because it's some religious belief, but because we believe this is uh, necessary to uh, bring children into the world in a way that is uh, healthy for them, to nurture and raise them. Uh, this, this is the natural order that God created. Science confirms this. So, uh, social science confirms that children are best raised inside of a family with a, mo- a mother and a father. And unfortunately, once again, politics over their faith. And, uh, yeah, they need to be held accountable. Yeah, and that's why, you know, um, educating people is so important, too. I mean, I was talking earlier today about evangelizing the faith and speaking to people one-on-one. And, Brian, I did this during the election season and trying to defeat Proposal 3 here in the state of Michigan. I literally made a concerted effort to make phone calls to people who identify as pro-choice to educate them on what was going on in this proposal. And I have to tell you, every single person I talked to was shocked. And so, uh, you know, oftentimes people are just not properly informed and unfortunately. Unfortunately, senators, you know, uh, as well, which they should be doing their job and and educating themselves. I mean, we saw this in so many issues um, in Congress when they were even were passing, uh, you know, the Obama health care plan. I mean, I'll never forget. Nancy Pelosi says we have to pass it. We'll read it later. I'm like, really? (laughs) Shouldn't you be reading this before you pass it? I mean, so we have to hold them accountable to do what we're paying them to do because they work for us. Yeah, well, you brought up Proposal 3. This is the case not just on the marriage question, on the abortion question, and so many different issues. When people actually understand what a lot of this means and what some of the substance of a lot of these ballot initiatives or otherwise actually contain and what they will do, they're with us. Even people that are not Catholic or that are not necessarily, um, you know, uh, entirely pro-life, etc. They recognize the extremism being pushed by the progressive left. And I think this comes down to kind of, you know, man-to-man defense, so to speak, uh, doing exactly what you did, having these personal conversations with people. We have to recognize this, too, is the call of evangelization. Um, the gospel is not, doesn't stop at the door of politics. We, we have to be preaching the truth and the goodness and the beauty of, of how we were made and, and why we were made, and we are made for each other. We are made to be pro-life. Uh, and we were made uh, for men and women were made for each other. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a truth of, of our faith, and we have to be bold in this and, and not be afraid to, to, to witness to this truth. So, Brian, for people listening here on Catholic Connection, how can they get involved in Catholic Vote? What are some of the things they could do and work with you on your efforts? Sure. Well, we do a lot of different things, both education, advocacy, and, of, of course, grassroots a- activism. On this, we publish the names of the senators that are still in play and their phone numbers. 
you can the best way to do that of course is just to sign up on our email list go to catholicvote.org add your email and you'll get the alerts and all sorts of news and everything that we're publishing but uh it doesn't even have to be us of course we'd love uh to keep you informed but just decide to do something more than what you've been doing uh volunteer at a local uh office political campaign ballot initiative uh pro-life pregnancy center Decide to live your faith in a more public way because our country really needs it right now. Yeah, we need all hands on deck, all boots on the ground. We need people to get engaged. Pregnancy centers are imperative. We all have them in our backyard. Uh, And and in terms of um, getting involved in candidates who support our faith, I mean, do you help people find people locally to say, you know, I really want to get involved in a campaign. I really want to, we had a lot of people who stepped up to defeat Proposal 3. I was really impressed. But are there ways to find candidates? Like sometimes people don't know who to support, who to get involved in. Yes, we do some of that, of course. In a midterm election, you have, you know, thousands of races. And so there's only so much that we do depending on the state. But yes, uh, we try to help identify various candidates across the country that we think are in competitive races that uphold our values that Catholics should get behind. So absolutely sign up at CatholicVote.org, and we'd love to be able to partner with you. Brian Birch, thank you, President of Catholic Vote, for joining us here on Catholic Connection. Stay with us, everyone. Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute of Lay Ministry from Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit, will be joining us after the break. Keeping you informed and inspired. Hi, Joe McLean here, host of the Catholic Drive Time. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central, 7 Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. News and information, Catholic conversation, inspiration, fun, and prizes are involved. Log on to our website to get all the details, to find all the information, the podcast, the videos, and so much more. GRNOnline.com. That's GRNOnline.com forward slash CDT. God love you. Esther Fernandez is a realtor with JP and Associates and a sponsor here on KTH 910 AM. She's a parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville and a supporter and volunteer with the Guadalupe Radio Network. Our real estate market remains strong and interest rates could change. There are first-time buyer programs available for teachers, nurses, police, and firefighters. You can reach Esther by calling 214-845-1753 or by email at estherzfernandez at gmail.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-Z Fernandez at gmail.com. Guadalupe Radio Network announces the launch of La Promesa Legacy Circle, formed to recognize and honor our dedicated donors who have made long-term commitments to the network through gifts from their estates. We invite you to join our family and allow us to be a part of your personal legacy. For more information on making a legacy gift for the benefit of the GRN and a guide to charitable estate planning, contact our friends at the Catholic Foundation at 972-661-9792 or info at catholicfoundation.com. Jim Tui was friend and legal counsel to Mother Teresa for 12 years before her death in 1997. 25 years later, his book about her life, To Love and Be Loved, a personal portrait of Mother Teresa, shares first-hand stories about the woman behind the saint, from how she dealt with worldly affairs to a detailed account of her death. Online and in bookstores everywhere. To Love and Be Loved, a personal portrait of Mother Teresa, also available at agingwithdignity.org. That's agingwithdignity.org. 
doesn't end because we graduate high school or finish catechism. You know, we have to continue learning and growing in faith. And there's so many ways we can do that, including taking classes virtually, winter classes, through Sacred Heart Major Seminary. And to talk with us about that and so much more is Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute for Lay Ministry at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit. Dr. Clark, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Vanessa. Thanks for having me on the show. Pleasure talking with you. So let's talk about some of the classes and uh, at Sacred Heart Major Seminary. And as we were talking during the break, you know, our education continues. I, I am like you. I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I love to grow in faith. But we all should be doing that. We all should be constantly educating ourselves about the faith and to go out and share it to the rest of the world. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, w- one of my first professors that that really... Oh. And I, I did my master's at Princeton University, and when I had, uh, I believe it was theological foundations with him, he had us keep a reading log, which I found a little bit annoying at the time, but um, but I, I picked up the practice again, I, I think over a decade ago, and it's really uh, challenged me to to make sure that I'm setting aside reading time every month for, for academic reading. Um, but, you know, that it just goes to show, and I've, I've learned a, an important lesson from this, that you really do have to continue to form the intellectual life uh, even after your coursework is done. So all the more reason to get started and, and uh, take a course or two or, or three at, uh, at Sacred Heart. Yeah. We have some really good ones coming up, actually. We have uh, um, Dr. Uh, Gotia, for example, is uh, is teaching a course on the theology of the body. So if uh, if um, uh, folks are are interested in learning more about John Paul uh, John Paul II's important uh, audiences that he he gave toward the beginning of his pontificate, that would be a fantastic course to take. Um, that's on the graduate level, and then we have um, on the on the undergraduate level. Uh, you know, why not uh, take a course on Catholic social teaching to learn more about how to respond to the, um, the the difficult ethical questions facing our day. So, um, and of course, you can always take my class on uh, uh, Trinity and uh, Christology. I'm really looking forward to te- teaching that one uh, in the uh, master's degree programs that we have. So, uh, we'll be taking a deep dive into some patristic uh, literature and looking at some of the controversies that that arose early on in the church. So, Dr. Clark, you don't have to be um, registered for an actual degree program, though, to take classes at Sacred Heart Major Seminary, correct? So the best thing for you to do is to uh, contact John Laginus in admissions uh, to uh, to get the answers to those questions. But, uh, but, yeah, you can begin taking courses. We have all sorts of, uh, of programming. Uh, by the way, to reach John Laginus, his uh, his email is uh, simply admissions at shms.edu. Uh, you can also go on our uh, shms.edu uh, webpage and look into the, the many academic programs that we have. Um, and so we have a number of, uh, we, we have free online courses, but we also have uh, courses that are in pursuit of a degree. So, um, so yeah, I would I would encourage our listeners, especially those with the 
you know, who feel that call to uh, to lifelong learning, uh, to and to learn from a master, someone who really can uh, take you more deeply into the mysteries of the faith, to open up that conversation and and uh, hear hear what we have uh, for you. We're talking with Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute for Lay Ministry at Sacred Heart Major Seminary. And, you know, why does the church need lay formation right now? What, you know, tell us about the link between lay formation and evangelization as it relates to the impact of the culture. Well, this is something that, um, that's crucial in terms of lay formation. You, you, you really can't form yourself. Uh, you need, the process of formation is built for you to help uh, to help you to be the best uh, lay minister that the church is calling you to be. One cannot give what one doesn't have. And as the USCCB document, uh, Coworkers in the Vineyard of the Lord, indicates, there are four aspects of formation. And I think a lot of people only you know, consider the intellectual formation. Like if I just take a few classes, I'll, I'll be, I'll be ready to go. But, uh, there's also spiritual formation, uh, which, uh, involves learning the, learning how to pray, developing one's prayer life so that one's active ministry doesn't dry up. Uh, also the, um, pastoral formation, how how are our communication skills? How are our administrative skills? How do others perceive us? And how do I become like Christ the shepherd in my active ministry? Mm. And then finally, uh, the, the fourth aspect is human formation. Um, am I ten, attending to my physical health, my emotional well-being, my psychological health? Uh, am I... Uh, actively pursuing the natural virtues and so on. So that, that's one of the things that makes Sacred Heart such a unique place is that it is a seminary, and so this attentiveness to the four aspects of formation is ingrained in the uh, classroom experience because uh, seminarians are taking classes along along with the students. So it's a really unique and special place, and I, I think one of the best places uh, indeed, the best place to pursue the formation of the whole person, even as a lay person. Mm-hmm. There's a great article about Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute for Lay Ministry at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Mosaic, which I will share on my Twitter page, Vanessa Denhagarmo, and Communications Evangelist Coach Facebook page. Uh, you could find it there and share it with your friends and family. I really encourage you to read it. And uh, Dr. Clark, um, you have a background in the fathers of the church. What wisdom from the fathers can give us a perspective on the church in the world today? Yeah, you know that that's a great question. the The fathers are, for me, they're they're ever fresh. They're even though they're ancient and they're you know long since dead, they're living guides, as it were, uh, in the communion of the saints. But then also uh, guides to the correct understanding of scripture, guides to the church's understanding of doctrine. Uh, for example, the um, the creed that we pray every uh, Sunday, uh, the the Nicene Creed, or perhaps better named the Niceno Constitutionalitan Creed, it was was formulated in the patristic era, 
through many controversies and talk about uh, difficult conciliar reception. I mean, the the early councils were were not exactly um, you know received without controversy. Uh, but anyway, the the fathers really help us to navigate the problems of our own day because really there's nothing new under the sun and, and even the misunderstandings of our of our own time were uh, have many parallels in antiquity so uh, you know it, for me it was Augustine uh, and reading his confessions uh, I <laughs> I had uh, a, a philosophy class in my undergrad and I had the the book of confessions and I, I never read it during the class but then as I started to live my faith more in my early 20s I noticed that Augustine was cited all over the catechism maybe I should read this guy and <laughs> in reading the confessions I encountered someone who was who whose thoughts spoke to our own time and uh, I was amazed at how refreshingly contemporary that that work was wow uh, we have to take a break, and we'll come back and continue our conversation with you, uh, Dr. Right after this. Stay with us, everyone, here on Catholic Connection. Did you know Franciscan University of Steubenville offers a Master's of Arts in Catholic Studies? Our unique program offers courses from many academic disciplines, literature, biology, art, theology, psychology, all taught from a distinctly Catholic perspective. This 100% online program can be completed in just one year. Learn to see the world through a Catholic lens with a Master's in Catholic Studies from Franciscan University of Steubenville. Find out more at franciscan.edu slash mcs. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. I'm angry, frustrated. Sound like you? Someone you know? Well, it could be any of us from time to time. But there's different types of anger. It's not so cut and dry. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Ray. One thing is for sure, you don't need to suffer with anger frustration. In my book, Living Calm, Mastering Anger and Frustration, you'll learn whether your anger is a product of your nature or your nurture and how to regulate those emotions and those thoughts. You can get Living Calm and all my other books at AveMariaRadio.net. Abortion. Pornography. Embryonic stem cell research. Corporate contributions to Planned Parenthood. Do you invest in companies that are engaged in these practices? The Ave Maria Mutual Funds do not, and their investment portfolios reflect that. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. We're continuing our conversation here on Catholic Connection with Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute for Lay Ministry at Ticket Heart Major Seminary. We're talking about the wisdom of the fathers of the church and what we can glean from the, them and the world today. And I just want to kind of continue that, and then we'll talk about Ralph Martin's Advent course. But, Dr. Clark, can you just continue about what we can learn from the founding fa- the fathers of the church and as it relates to the church's perspective in the world today? 
Yeah, thank you, Vanessa. Uh, so I was talking about Augustine, and one of my favorite works by Augustine is his first catechetical instruction. And this, in a way, dovetails with um, my experience here at Sacred Heart and uh, and what fresh wisdom that the fathers have for our own day. Um you know, I, I wrote my dissertation on Maximus the Confessor, so I'd love to talk about him some other time. But uh, sure. But anyway, Augustine, in his first catechetical instruction, uh, it talks about how how dissatisfied, how frustrated he is with his um, w- what seems like an inability to articulate the inner word of because he has this experience of the mysteries of the faith interiorly. And no matter how hard he tries, it's almost like his words fall short of really being able to articulate the depth and the beauty of the mystery. And perhaps catechists and evangelists have had this experience uh, in the field when you know something and you have some sort of uh, experience interiorly of the divine mystery, and when you try to put it into words, it doesn't come out quite right. And, I mean, think about Augustine. He was uh, uh, trained in the art of rhetoric. He lived in the uh, what, one of the most rhetorically uh, ornate and beautiful periods of, of ancient history. Um, and so for Augustine to struggle, well, we can certainly expect to struggle, too. And so Augustine gives many practical tips for what he calls the the model catechetical instruction. Uh, In in fact, even laying out uh, um, an an account of what one should cover in a catechetical address. So if anyone wants to get a jump start on on some reading material, I might point you to uh, Augustine's first catechetical instruction. And and a a Detroit connection for this is... uh, uh, Barbara Morgan. So when I was at Franciscan University, she was a professor there, and uh, and so she talked. She really ingrained in us the importance of being able to to uh, relate what she called the story, right? The story of salvation and how um, how people will find their their place in the story of salvation. So um, it it's really uh, it's really refreshing and neat to see. Uh, to, to have had that experience in the classroom uh, under Barger, the late Barbara Morgan, God rest her soul, um, and then also to have encountered that in the patristic uh, literature directly. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's really powerful uh, stuff that, that Augustine gives there. Well, thanks for sharing that, uh, Dr. Kevin Clark. And I just We have about a minute left with you here on Catholic Connection. Can you just kind of give us a sneak peek of Ralph Martin's Advent course that's being offered? Yes, yeah, so if you've uh, you, you've probably come across or even own his book, The uh, Fulfillment of All Desire, but uh, in this Advent course, we, we've already had, uh, um, it's a free online Advent course. I think we've had uh, over 10,000 or 12,000 already sign up for it. So wherever you are out there, I would encourage you to go on our webpage and um, and sign up for this, uh, what we call a massive open online course uh, with uh, with Ralph Martin. Also, 
wherever you are, we have uh, a fully online uh, Master's of Arts degree now. So uh, wherever you are listening, if you uh, feel called to Master's level study, uh, uh, contact John Lagenis in admissions and open up that conversation. Again, that's uh, admissions at shms.edu. Thank you so much, Dr. Kevin Clark, for joining us here uh, on Catholic Connection and sharing with us all the stories about what's going on at Sacred Heart Major Seminary and classes that people can participate in. It was my pleasure, my pleasure, Vanessa. Thank you for having me on and uh, look forward to our next, t- our next time online. Me too. God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us here on Catholic Connection this morning. Dr. Kevin Clark, Dean of the Institute for Lay Ministry at Sacred Heart Major Seminary. Brian Birch, President of Catholic Vote. And Doug Keck, President and COO of EWTN. And earlier today, Raven Kanaya joining us to talk about the youth program with Eastern Catholic Univers- uh, Eastern Catholic Evangelization Center, ECRC. Teresa will be back in our host here on Monday. God bless. Have a wonderful weekend. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. In your car, at the office, or in your home, we're always here. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Catholic Charities Dallas invites all KATH 910 AM listeners to their 25th annual Bishop's Gala, Love Works, featuring a live performance by American band Earth, Wind & Fire. The event takes place on Saturday, January 21st at the Omni Dallas Hotel with cocktails at 6 p.m. followed by a dinner at 7 p.m. Enjoy a memorable night of fellowship and fun, a gourmet dinner and cocktail hour, live entertainment, silent and live auction. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit ccdallas.org. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks John Morrison with Morrison Heating and Air for his support of the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Morrison Heating and Air specializes in heating and air conditioning service for the counties of Denton, Collin, Cook, and Grayson. You can contact John with Morrison Heating and Air by calling 940-597-6099. That's 940-597-6099 for Morrison Heating and Air. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be His most sacred heart. Blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. 
Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.